What's up, beautiful people? Hey Welcome guys. back to the What's Up, Beautiful People podcast. So glad you're here. If you haven't already subscribed, we would love for you to do that. I'm just starting like all of our podcasts with that from now on because, <laughs> you know, we don't want you to miss a great episode. Today, we have a great episode. I do. I'm super excited about this one. I, we have three, three daughters. Yes. We have seven kids total, three daughters. Yep. But I don't know that I've ever considered myself to be outdaughtered per se. <laughs> Uh, and the people on our podcast today are definitely that. Uh, if you guys don't know, uh, Outdaughtered from the, the show TLC, it's a buzz world on YouTube. Uh, it's a buzz world or buzz life. I always get it mixed up. Buzz world. Oh, we got to You guys have already heard one of the voices. These guys are true influencers. Uh, I would say a lot of the stuff that I buy is because Adam Busby has talked about it on his Instagram, <laughs> whether it's built, built basics, clothes, or meat church, food seasonings, or whatever. Like I am literally like, if he's got it, he knows what's up. So I'm going to go for it. And, uh, and their family in general is just so inspirational. And it's been so fun to be able to kind of watch along uh, the years as they have I've been raising their daughters. I will also say real quickly, I have a terrible cold, so I'm going to sound real weird in this episode, but I didn't want to miss it because we're really excited to connect yeah. with these guys. But I do sound kind of bad. So <laughs> You sound awesome, babe. Yeah. But let's welcome to the podcast, Adam and Danielle Busby of Outdaughtered from TLC. And welcome, it's a buzzword. Welcome. Yeah. welcome, guys. Hey, hey guys. Hey, How's it going? People. Uh, hey, beautiful people. What's, What's up? How uh, how hot is it in Houston right now? It's actually, actually not that bad today. It's only like ninety nine. Just because it's been only raining. Oh, yeah. okay. it's, been <laughs> it's super humid, but it's just been raining like the last week. So That's nice. We've had we've had a major drought over the last like three months, and then finally, uh, it's some it's nice catching up. humid rain. Yeah. That's how it was here all summer. It's like usually in the Tennessee area, it's like super super rainy all the time. And over the summer, it didn't rain at all. We were gone the whole time. We didn't even notice. But when we got back, like it started pouring nonstop. Yeah. It's been, but we actually have seasons. That's one of the big reasons that we moved from Texas to Tennessee <laughs> is because we like to have seasons, like four full seasons. We get fall here, which is coming quickly. I'm really excited about we, that. We used to live in Houston, so we kind of know how it is there. But I just remember one Christmas, it was like 85 degrees. <laughs> and I was like, this does not feel like Christmas. <laughs> My yeah. birthday is two days before Christmas. And I remember years of like, I'm like in shorts. I'm like, this is sad. Yeah, uh, it is a little sad. Unwrapping a bicycle or whatever. And then you just go outside in shorts and a t-shirt and like ride your bike on Christmas Day. <laughs> yeah. It, yep. Yeah, it doesn't fit. I Weird. love Tennessee. That's how, <laughs> how everybody, I'm like, if we could get our whole bubble of people and family to move transport to Tennessee, we would do it. Do <laughs> it. Yeah. But That's I got to have this person, that person. <laughs> I got to have like a ton of people come with me. Yeah. yeah. Let us know how we can play a part in, in, in convincing <laughs> them because we would love to have you guys close yeah. by. Like went to Tennessee, Nashville and stuff. And they're like, man, we love it up here. I'm like, okay, so I could probably convince y'all. We just got to get another <laughs> sister and get your side of the family. We got to get like our people. <laughs> yeah. I, I I do think it's like if you if you just come visit, like you kind of fall in love. Like the people are so nice. It's so beautiful most of the year. Like fall, come in the fall, yeah. the trees are all like a flame with color. It's just 
awesome. It's a super, super outdoorsy state. Like there's like 150 waterfalls within like 50 miles of our house. You can hike, you can camp, you can kayak, you can bike, you can, I mean, it's awesome. He's still trying to sell you guys. <laughs> All like, that you don't stuff. have to keep selling it. <laughs> <laughs> well, you guys, I mean, we've known about you. Y'all have been in the spotlight a lot longer than we have. Like we've only been doing this since what, 2018? Late 20, no, no, yeah. Yeah, like four, four and a half years. So we knew about you guys before we were even doing, you know, anything social media-wise or YouTube or anything like that. And we loved your family, I mean, from the get-go. Like, mm -hmm. um, we would watch your show on, on TLC. Yeah. And then, uh, I like, I don't even know how we connected with you. I think y'all were in Williamsburg or something like that. And have that cool seasoning and <laughs> That was it. I was like, that's it. I mean, shoot, that stuff's so good, man. Like all those like brisket rubs and stuff. Anyway, but uh, Adam and I connected. I think I don't remember how we connected, but like we just, I, I we love watching you guys. We love hang, uh, just talking with you guys, learning from you guys, and you know, we got seven kids. Y'all have six kids. We have a little bit, you know, of a different situation. I'd love to hear about just your journey with like finding out you were having quintuplets. You know, yeah, like, what was that like, um, yeah, just tell us from the beginning, like, did, do you have any clue? I mean, I don't even know how you would even have a clue about that, but yeah, I mean, at first it, it all really started with our trying to conceive our first daughter, Blake. And, um, you know, we, we went through like multiple years of just trying to conceive and not really have any luck. And, you know, so it's just that fertility journey with her. And finally, we got pregnant. Um, we did, we never did in vitro uh, for any of our kids, actually. Um, we did multiple, multiple, multiple rounds of IUI and finally got pregnant for Blake. He did. And uh, <laughs> I said, you we. helped. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's weird saying we. It was a team we got, effort. We got pregnant. But, you know, after we, she, Got pregnant with Blake. Um, <laughs> we, we had a child. Uh, she was our world for two years and uh, about two and a half years. And then we, we decided that, you know, we wanted to have at least one more sibling for her. And um, luckily at the time, Danielle's um, OB doctor was a fertility specialist. And so it was just like a no brainer. Just he jumped right into the exact same routine that we were in to have Blake and so that infertility journey that we went through um with Blake for a couple years um it was like different medications and all, all kind of like trial things um that we were doing to try to conceive and um so mm -hmm. when we started getting on the conversations about hey we want to have a we want to try to have another baby um which was a super hard conversation to just even plant because it's like you know, we, we prayed for so long to have a child and then like God rewarded us with this amazing daughter, Blake. And then we were like, Oh, we want more. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, we knew talking with my doctor that like we would have to start kind of like where we were when we got pregnant with Blake, we weren't going to go backtrack because it took us years to get to that point. So we're like, Hey, we're both going to get, you know, have a checkup and then we'll go from there and, you know, what kind of medication I should start and like how to have a cycle and all that kind of stuff. So we um, started there and 
nothing happened. <laughs> and so it was like, ah, what's going on now? Um, there is a whole lot more in-depth story to all this because this is a whole big part of like my own gospel journey story. And so sure. it, um, it's there's a lot of detail. So that's why I like I had him talk because then I would probably give too much detail. But <laughs> it took us, we didn't get pregnant right on the first time with the quince. Um, but the second month when we tried again, we found out we were pregnant. So we were with a baby. I always get confused on like the first or second uh, doctor's visit um, because so we went to the doctor. I, I think you, you did a pregnancy test, found out, obviously it said positive. So I was scheduled an appointment with your doctor, went up there, did blood work and blood work showed positive, right? And then see, that's why I always get <laughs> the first like, she's looking at me like she's I'll try to keep it short because I can talk way too much. Um, I, can, I can pick it up after like the second one. Um, when, so when we were, when I found out I was pregnant with Blake, it was like those moments of like both Adam and I were home and it was like, okay. And we've had a lot of failed tests. And so you almost don't want to take the test when you're supposed to because you don't want to see a no, but then it's like you do because you're like, is it this time? So that time we found out we were pregnant with Blake and like, you know, the at home key stick, whatever. Um, we both were home and he was just like, I don't know. You should try another one. I'm like, I can't go anymore. <laughs> drink, just drink a bunch of stuff. Like try again, try again. <laughs> I mean, and so we both worked like full time. And so that was that. So then when now at this point we have like a two and a half, three year old, um, and he leaves, goes to work and we were through this, like, I totally forgot, like it was the day, the day, this was a day that I could do an at home test, but he leaves, go to work. Blake is two and a half. I'm trying to get her ready. Cause I'm going to work and I'm going to drop her off at her little school. And I was like, Oh yeah, today. And so I did that. And then like, I set it down or whatever. And then I'm figuring out Blake. And then I literally remember you're about to get in the car or something. And I was like, oh, yeah, I think I peed on that stick. Let, let me go look at it. And I was like, what? Oh, my God. So, like, I started, <laughs> so then we were like, we knew the routine, like call the doctor. We're going to go do blood work and then we're going to do blood work the next day. And like once it gets to this level, then we'll do an ultrasound. And we knew the routines and stuff. So we did find out we were pregnant um, that second try. And um, at that point did blood work my levels were showing high enough and so my doctor was like hey let's uh let's do an ultrasound your levels look up high because I think when it gets to a certain point um it means like how like how much mature the embryo has grown and like if they can see some whatever so we go yeah. to the ultrasound and pick it up from there this was the first do you remember <laughs> yeah there was nothing there. <laughs> <laughs> so we yeah, we did the ultrasound, and well, she did. Um, I keep saying that. <laughs> saying that, I just this chair is squeaky. We need a microphone down here. Just to come Promise, it's a chair. Um, I, I don't normally sit in this chair. I lean on this chair. It's like my stand-up desk chair. So I'm normally just leaning on it, not full-on <laughs> sitting. But um, so the first ultrasound and. There was nothing there. And so the doctor was like, look, you know, it could possibly be just, you know, and what, ectopic 
Or it could be too early. Pregnancy, it's stuck in the tube, or it's just too early. And so um, he said, just go down, uh, do some more blood work, and, uh, and then we'll, we'll just reconnect in like a week and a half. And so we came back um, a week and a half later. A few days. Uh, let's see. <laughs> Three days later. I'm very like. <laughs> it was six hours later. Yeah. <laughs> it, was, it was a TV timeout. Yeah. Um, so it came back and there was one there. And um, blood work continued to show levels rising every day like it was supposed to. Yeah. Actually, the nurses were like, oh, my gosh, like. You're, the hormone levels are like extremely high for, for like huh. where you are in the pregnancy. And we're like, huh, maybe it's twins. Like, that'd be cool. <laughs> <laughs> well, so, he would always say, if you want, like, he was always like, I want one child and I'm going to spoil the heck out of it. And I was yeah. like, uh, I want big family, but not yeah. literally, literally. <laughs> well, it just like, as we got through like that, you know, that fertility journey with, Blake. Yeah. Um, it was just it was hard. Just, it, it was, was hard. it was difficult. And so, um, you know, I just remembered what it was like. And so I just told her like, look, you better, you better hope for twins or something because like, I don't know if I can do this again. Like this has just been crazy. Yeah. I just don't like all these hot up highs and lows and stuff. And, yeah. and so, um, you know, so we're praying Level for twins. Yeah. <laughs> right. So, Do you guys have any like history of twins in your family or is yep. that okay? Both Actually, are twins. Both sides so it's reasonable yeah. to that's crazy, man. Yeah. It hasn't really skipped generations in three or four years on my side. So my sisters are twins. Ah. My grandma, my mom's mom had twins and triplets. And then it's me with the plates. So there's wow. like a there's that's a, crazy. There's a chain. Yeah. <laughs> any yeah, other like any. more than twin? Like yeah. other than triplets. 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 Yeah. triplets. You said triplets, that's right. Yeah. yeah. All girl triplets too. So, wow. so that next ultrasound, they saw one baby there, one heartbeat. And then he saw like a couple other like little dark spots. He's like, look, I just, I think this is just fluid, you know, but we'll, you know, come back and, you know, the next visit, which is like a week, week and a half later. And we'll just, and we'll just check it out. And so, and we are at this point, I can't tell you how many tests and ultrasounds and all things when you go through infertility. Yeah. You are just like, whatever. And you know, every ultra, what every ultrasound is on that thing, you know, what buttons to press, you know, what they you're going to be doing. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, we, you know both, both of us, like at the time, like, I mean, we could literally be literally, like certified, like, uh, <laughs> ultrasound techs. But so there was one that was clearly, you could see the circle ish and you could see something in it. And then these other spots literally would just looked black, like yeah. fluid. And so he just said, let's keep an eye on it. We'll, Take measurements. Yeah, back. he's like, it's probably nothing, but come back. It's two probably. Yeah. So, Could be quintuplets. Yeah. <laughs> so Doesn't want to scare heard, anybody. Like that day, we saw the heartbeat. We didn't hear anything, but so until the next week was about we can have two, ten days or so. Yeah. Went back for that next ultrasound and um, see the see that baby and immediately then, three more. Yeah. No. Two. Wow. More. Uh, it's three. Two. Uh, two more yeah it was two so Three those total. pockets of what looked like fluid happened to yeah. be just not we just couldn't see it um and so i yeah. don't know it he's just, just he's just looking at everything obviously uh, now he's seeing triplets he's like well let me just like look around a little bit more and make sure 
Well, and they then, always scan all that. Yeah, everything. And then he uh, he's like panning over, and he, he goes whoop. <laughs> and so he saw a third and so that you know at that point it was quadruplets yeah and so that's whenever the, the conversation started getting serious you know just by yeah. how that day we heard and saw all four heartbeats yeah. that day, that day. So wow was, and so and then after that appointment um you know the doctor starts getting a little bit more serious kind of starts going more doom and gloom you know don't you know, this is extremely high risk. Obviously, Danielle's tiny. And, <laughs> and so, <He's> too big. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, but that he, appointment, but he said, probably three hours. Yeah, this. just like kind of going over all the scenarios. And, but also, he's like, look, don't expect there to be four babies there next week, mm-hmm. whenever you come in next week. This is extremely high risk. You're going to have to start coming in for regular checkups like every week to week and a half. And uh, But next week, you know, look, they're all competing for each other in, in the, the womb. And, and yeah. he's like, don't expect there to yeah. be four next time. And so we're like, oh, okay. And so, uh, yeah, we, so we go. Yeah, I mean, so, you know, you're telling family. Like, I always, like, I'm like the... I'm super sarcastic, always joking around with like family members and stuff. Even on and, serious. You know, we have, you know, multiple because. group text messages with family and nobody believes me. They're just like, yeah, right. <laughs> we'll, wait, we'll wait until Danielle, you know, gets on the here and we'll hear it from her. But, you know, Danielle got on and finally confirmed it for everybody. They just thought I was joking. And so, uh, you know, so two weeks later, you know, we're going through this two weeks, you know, thinking, oh, it's possibly quadruplets. Um, we had the super early appointment this uh, this week. First appointment, because it takes a long time. So we would come like an hour before the doctor's office opened. Yeah. <laughs> it would just take so long. And there was always going to be lots of things to talk about. Um, yeah. So, so we had to bring Blake with us, this, this appointment. So, you know, we didn't really want Blake to kind of like, see everything that was was going on and hear all these conversations she's three years old so you know we bring an ipad and like getting her situated danielle's getting up on the table we're in this doctor's office getting her situated with an ipad like off on the side and i reach down right as the doctor's turning on the machine i reach down and grab my coffee off the floor and immediately the machine turns on and you know it's on a big tv screen up on the wall and like immediately, we both saw it because obviously we've done. <laughs> and I just dropped my coffee. So the one egg like had split. Looks, looks and then and then moves the wand away. Yeah, like oh, maybe they didn't see that. Yeah, and I knew what it was. That's <laughs> He's trying we, to keep it from me. That's when we. Wow. It was. It was. I mean, it's just. It was just such. It's just such an interesting time to look back on and think about because it's like, you know, we d- we couldn't have babies and then we didn't think we were pregnant. Then it was like, here's four, you wanted a big family, here you go. And then it was just like, you know, us praying through this time of like, till that next visit was do, you know, you know, whatever your will is, God, like we saw heartbeats, we heard heartbeats. These are babies and these are little human beings that you've molded and created. And um, so we just were going to that appointment. You know, our faith was strong, but, you know, you, you hear things from the doctor saying like all the statistics of this is going to happen. You're not going to see them all, blah, blah, blah. So we 
we went into that appointment, you know, obviously all hands to God, but like literally thinking we were not going to see four. That is, that's where our heads were. We were not going to see four and we were right because there wasn't four. And so it's just incredible, you know? And so when that wand was there, it was the clearest day. There was two in a bubble. And I was like, that was not there before. So I immediately looked over at Adam. That's when he's dropping his coffee. And I'm like, Holy cow. He saw that too. And he knows better. <laughs> and so the doctor, I think kind of freaked out. Cause he was like, I don't think he expected it either because you would have thought you would have seen it the last week, but right. um, they were literally had to have been lined up just perfect. And I think mm-hmm. this is where God's humor comes in. He's like, see, told you. <laughs> like, wow. we both like, you know, we, have, we're both very different, but uh, he's very sarcastic and like, hard to be real and I'm kind of the opposite but in this moment he got so serious and I started laughing and I was just like, this is funny like this is hilarious like who's going to come out here and joke us you know but we never even thought of the possibility of any of them splitting um, and so the yeah. doctor did like a quick scan over just to see if the others were still singles because <laughs> at that time we're just thinking wow didn't even like that never even crossed our heads so we just thought we were going to see less than four, but it was actually going to be more than four. So, wow. It's remarkable. What a roller coaster. Goodness. So you go from, you know, we like, we kind of have an idea of what it looks like to add multiple kids to your life at a, t- you know, cause everyone's like, Oh, going from two to three is the hardest because you lose man on man coverage. And we went from two to four, you know, and that had its challenges. I'm trying to imagine <laughs> going from one to six. Yeah. I mean, goodness. That's I'm trying so I'm trying to imagine two things. What did it sound like to hear all five heartbeats at once? Were you able to to do that? Or is at it some one point? at a like, time? Not at that not when we did all the ultrasounds. Like whenever I would go get monitored and they'd put all of the monitors on my stomachs, you could hear all of them. Yeah. Which is it yeah. which is just incredible. But Ava and Olivia, who are identicals, were always so hard to tell apart because every measurement was almost to the T on every single aspect. And their heart rates were always the same. Um, And the only way we knew um, who was Ava, who was Olivia, when they came out was because Olivia would always measure either one or two ounces, like, larger. And so uh-huh. it's just, yeah. So we're like, this is Olivia. Cause she was the bigger one. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Man. It's remarkable. Yeah. I'm trying to think about like the transition, you know, from being parents of a toddler and then all of a sudden you have all of these babies at home too. Did you guys have help? I'm trying to think back to those early episodes. Um, like surely you had people come in to help yeah, take care of the babies. Yeah, you see a lot you. of that on the show. I mean, back then when the babies all came home, they came home in waves. So we had Blake who turned four three days before I had the girls. And wow. um, then we got uh, Parker home one, one like Wednesday. And then Hazel came home a Friday that same week. So then we had two babies home that next week. We got Ava, I mean, Riley and Olivia home. So then we had four babies in Blake 
And Ava mm-hmm. didn't come home for like another three weeks. <laughs> she was uh, go figure having it. So. <laughs> <laughs> Still holds but true to today. Yeah. What's yeah. so funny <laughs> his sister was pregnant the same time as me. I had the quince and she was pregnant with um Evan. Yeah, their original due date was like a day apart. Like like two or three days apart we were. So wow. we were it was crazy because like when I had the girls and you saw life be born before it was meant to be, right? And she's has that in her belly still continuing to grow. And so it just was such a crazy just time to just wow. like experience things and see things that you would never expect to see. And then um Yeah. So it was it was super crazy, like on her perspective, just because, yeah. you know, knowing that like gestationally the babies are like right neck and neck. And then, you know, Danielle goes off and has the quince three months early. And so 28 day, 28 weeks and two days, actually. Wow. And so, you know, obviously them coming up and being able to visit the quince in the NICU and she's pregnant at the same time. And she, yeah. you know, can literally like touch and see the quince that are the exact same as her baby inside her stomach. And it's just crazy to like be able to see, see that you know, how yeah. the quints are developing in the NICU and hers is like right neck and neck with them, yeah. but still in the womb. I mean, it's crazy. Yeah. yeah. Wow. But Blake, what's, what was awesome is that Blake, who was always, um, you know, God molded her knowing that she was going <laughs> to be this big sister one day. And I mean, she is just like the perfect best fit big sister for it. And she has Ooh. always been a little mommy she has got the sweetest soul and like, so care, caregiving. And she just is like that. And so whenever you're like, Oh, you're going to be a big sister, blah, blah, blah. And you've got five sisters. And so in her world, like my mommy is pregnant with five. And so when KK was pregnant, she's like, Blake would like, like outdo her. Like, well, my mom's got five babies. <laughs> so we had to like tell her we'd run into someone like, Oh my God, you had your baby. Like, my mom's got five babies. How many do you have? Yeah. Oh my gosh. And I was like, Blake, so funny. we are not the norm. Yeah. <laughs> We're yeah. not the norm. <laughs> not uh, We're not the norm. <laughs> so let's take a quick break to thank our sponsor for today's episode, ZocDoc. Baby, remember the game Battleship? Mm-hmm. I used to play it all the time when I was a kid. And uh, as an adult, Calendar Battleship is a really frustrating game that I have to try to play with my doctor every time I want to schedule a visit. It's like trying to figure out when they're free and you're free for an appointment. It's like three months out all the time. And our travel schedule doesn't really help with that either. But with ZocDoc, booking an appointment with a doctor that suits my needs, fits my schedule, and is in my network and in my neighborhood is so easy. That's right. ZocDoc is a free app that shows you doctors who are patient-reviewed, take your insurance, and are available when you need them. And with us having seven kids, you know that we are always in and out of the doctor for whatever reason. On ZocDoc, you can find every specialist under the sun, whether you're trying to straighten those teeth, fix an achy back, get that mole checked out, or anything else, ZocDoc has you covered. We are huge fans and would encourage you to check it out as well. So go to ZocDoc.com slash MillerFam and download the ZocDoc app for free. Then start your search for a top-rated doctor today. Many are available within 24 hours. That's Z-O-C-D-O-C dot com slash MillerFam. ZocDoc.com slash MillerFam. And now back to our show. That's so cute. Yeah. I mean, going back to like seeing all of the um, the heartbeats inside of the womb and stuff. And I mean, through the, over the course of, you know, that 28 weeks, you know, we were having to go to ultrasounds like every single week and so we you know we're dealing with this 
fertility specialist um, that's having to map out where all the babies are and like in the womb and stuff and 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 get all the stats on them on us on a weekly basis Um, we had this intimate view of just like the babies um their mannerisms the way they acted um their their temperaments we we gave them we gave them nicknames while they were still in the womb and all of those nicknames, all of those personalities that we had pegged in the womb carry over all the way to this day. I mean, it's so that is incredible. So crazy. I mean, just talking That's about, so cool. I mean, kind of, I feel like I'm starting to tear up right now. Just thinking about, you know, obviously there's proponents out there of just like, you know, it's, it's not a baby until it's born. And, but, you know, to see and have such an intimate view of a child um, and seeing like these, I mean, because these ultrasounds would take us like three and four hours at a time. Um, and so you just, you see these babies like interacting, how, you know, how they are inside the womb, this whole pregnancy. And then they were the exact same way in the NICU. Wow. Growing up, they're Just the exact like same way and still like that. Like Riley, super, super busy body, um, all over the place, <laughs> type A, um, and we called her Riley Riley in the in the womb, and she was <laughs> always in the womb. She was cutting flips, and um, you know, in the NICU, she was always getting was out of her barriers in the in the incubator. Would fight with me the most, and she's still the one that fights with me the most. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's incredible. Oh, they all are exactly where, they, and and because I had five, once they got to a certain size, like they couldn't they stayed in their location. Like there was no yeah. way you're going to be like, Oh, let me turn this way. There is nowhere to roll. So they, yeah. really, we knew who was who and where they were. And so I'd be like, Riley, get off my ribs or oh, <laughs> Parker, Parker was over here. And like, she like never moved. Yeah. And that's her. Like, she's a cuddler. She loves to be cozy. She's, she loves she's her a blanket. perfectionist. She's a perfectionist. In the womb, we named her perfect Parker. And we never, like, she never moved her, like all her stats and everything were always just like Mm -hmm. perfect right where they needed to be in the NICU. We literally, I mean, some days we would forget about Parker because like she never needed anything in the NICU. It was literally, she was was in there growing. Let me be cozy. And that's like, (laughs) we we, we always called her perfect Parker. And even to this day, I mean, she does, she's a perfectionist. Like everything that she does, she tries to do it perfectly. And she's just an easy kid, super quiet, you know, and um, so it's just, it's crazy just to see, you know, how everything just kind of carried over till now. Yeah, it's so, it's so, um, it's so inspiring to just get a glimpse through you guys' story and the way that you share just the beauty of your daughters, the beauty of life um, and just how sacred it is. And so to see that journey all the way, you know, from the beginning to now you have this vibrant, beautiful, large family of daughters. And I'm sure that's crazy sometimes. Like we know the the family dynamic of things being a little crazy when there's lots of kiddos running around. But um, I think that's one of the things we're so passionate about is being able to share the beauty of it, even if it is a little chaotic. You know, I think sometimes people from the outside look in and they think, oh, I could never do that. Or how do you do that? You know? Um, and so I think it's just so inspiring to be able to share that. And I think you guys have done such a beautiful job uh, doing that over the years. So. Thank you. Thank you. And yes. Yeah. So that's it. <laughs> yeah. 
I get, I get, uh, I was telling Adam this on the phone last week. I just, I get so inspired by you guys because it does look like from the outside anyway, and I would guess you probably feel the same way. Like you have a lot of things going on. Like obviously before you had the show on TLC and you've kind of moved into this new season, uh, and it doesn't seem like life has really slowed down. You you've got Grayson B going on your new you know retail clothing shop, and Adam, you've got a ton of stuff happening as well. And like, it, it's it's really cool because from our perspective, it's like sometimes people tend to think like whenever you have kids, like that's like the end of life as you know it, and my dreams are gone, and like I can't I can't travel, and I can't, but like you know. You guys are making time to support one another's dreams and to support one another's goals and to cheer each other on and be each other's biggest champions. And that is so cool to watch from, from a distance and even to have, you know, like talk about like what you do to really invest in your marriage to like to make sure you guys are staying in sync and that this crazy life that you have the privilege of leading like doesn't get so overwhelming that you forget about each other because I think that's such a huge piece of marriage in general. You know, eventually the kids are all going to move out and it's going to be you guys. What are you doing? What do you do? What are some rhythms that you have in place that like really help you to guard that and nourish that and have that friendship? I mean, we've always been, um, even before Blake, like we love to do stuff together. And I think we've always been like that. We'd scuba out, we'd go, we like to travel and like just, we like adventure. And when we had Blake, we like the, the stigma was you have a child life changes and, Oh, you won't be able to do this anymore. And it was like, why does that have to be that? You know, (laughs) exactly. I mean, honestly, it was like Blake came into our world. She came with us. She would come to our friend's house with us. If we wanted to stay up and watch a movie at a friend's house, we would put her down to sleep and then we would go home. And it was like, we just, she came with us and there was times where, you know, when we got comfortable and she was a little bit older and we wanted to have a sitter or whatever, like we would learn to do, we did date nights at home. Like every Thursday was a date night. And sometimes it was start a movie and you just really fall asleep on the couch or sometimes it's like, let's have a bottle of wine or sit outside. But we learned that like, we still want to and need to, um, have time together because especially whenever you do have children, life does change, but it doesn't have to say that you cannot be and you can't support and you can't let your spouse do things that they like to do or, you know, like if you want to go uh, to a sneaker convention, like, yeah. by all means, go. Am I left home with six kids? Yes. But I know you love that. And like, I want you to still want, I want you to still have joy in things too. And, and he wants the same for me. So when I want to go on, you know, to a girl's thing or a girl's weekend or whatever, like it's okay. It's okay. I mean, we've gotten a lot of wrath about like, you leave your kids too much. Y'all date too much. How many, how many times y'all go out a week? It's like, dude, we find it where we can. Like we might drop the kids off and be like, let's go get a quick coffee. And that coffee might be three hours, but we are always, we are also very blessed with the type of flexibility that we've been able to create for ourselves. Um, and definitely 
it hasn't always been like this, but we have found it very important to um, make sure we spend time with each other, even when you might be in a season when you don't. And that's where it's most important in learning how and where um, our thing is, is what we've learned. And we try to tell other spouses and if we're given any type of advice is, We've gone through seasons where, you know, we've had to do dating at home and it just, we couldn't let the distraction out. Um, the clothes on the counter, the dish, clothes on the counter, never, the dishes on the counter are the oh, clothes that need to do. Like these little things that I can't let my mind rest that he will, you know, play mine popping over because he can't pick up anything. Right? No, no. <laughs> um, but so we try to say like, if you're going to date, you know, date, find whatever works for you too. However, we find the most beneficial dating away from the house. Yeah. And we've gone through, we've gone through seasons where sometimes that's just literally going on the patio. It it was very like highs and lows, especially after the quince came, Uh, just trying to figure that out again and get, get back into that rhythm um, from going from one kid where, you know, you, you never skip a beat. You can always just take her with you. Um, you know, like if you're going over a friend's house, like, okay, yeah, we're going to go over a friend's house. We're going to hang out for a while. You know, we'll bring a pack and play and, you know, she can play or whatever. And then we'll we'll put her down and we'll still hang out and we'll just bring her home. But whenever the quints came, obviously things got very complicated. (laughs) We'll bring six pack and plays. um, (laughs) You know, obviously it was, it was touch and go for a bit and it got rough at times because like we knew we needed that. And we weren't always getting that. And, and so, um, you know, it took, it took a lot of, I mean, obviously we, through this whole journey of just having the quints and stuff, I mean, our recurring theme was just like, well, we'll figure it out. And we're, we're just figuring it out as we go. And, you know, we saw what wasn't working and, you know, we'd make changes and try to make little tweaks and changes or, or whatever. And, you know, finally we got a system going and, but you know, we never, we tried to never let it come between us. And, you know, there was definite, definite times in our, in our relationship where, you know, it just got so busy. Like you just couldn't, couldn't avoid it. You know, we would go through little seasons. Like outside of the house, meaning get out of the walls. Like we would sometimes sit on the patio just to get out of the view of like all the things we need to take care of or go on like a walk, you know, I mean, there's certain things that you just have to find. How can we do it with however old your kids are and um, whatnot? So, yeah, I mean, dating's fun. It doesn't need to stop because you're- it is. And I think something that's really, um, man, it's got a little alarm going on. We have to get our son from school at 1230 every day. But luckily, our, our oldest daughter's doing that today. But um, like my phone's going <laughs> there there is something about um watching you guys that is inspiring i think to a lot of people and that's maybe why they connect with you so much is that there's a tenacity uh and a creativity about like you know this needs to happen so let's find a way to do it like we know that we need to make whatever to provide for these kids so let's make it happen we know that we need to make time for a date night so let's make it happen we know that we need to whatever that thing looks like and i think that's so cool because um we all have our like excuses right about well i i don't have time for that or i don't have the money for that or i don't have the whatever for that i just love seeing people who refuse to make excuses and just go after it 
you know. And Adam, you posted a couple weeks ago about working out even. And you're obviously, both of you guys are very fit and you spend a lot of time on your health and fitness. And that inspires me because I'm also doing as much as I possibly can to try to be healthier now than I've ever been in my life. But you said something on your on your stories. You were like, um, if you're not working out, like, why not? <laughs> Which I just love the curtness about that. It's just like very frank, like, what is your excuse? I've got freaking six kids, you know, I've got, you know, like, and I, I just think there's something about you guys that is like a walking testimony to it's possible. Just go for it, you know, and I love that. Like, what are you guys really excited about right now that you're just like, you know, there's things that could get in the way of this, but I don't care. I'm going to go for it. Like whether that's personal goals or marriage goals, business goals, you know, whatever, like, what does that look like for you guys? What is, what do you feel like the next, you know, the kids are getting older. So you're going to have a little more freedom than you have when they were little. Like, what does that next five years look like for you guys? That's a huge question for everybody. I can't <laughs> think past one year, but you know, I mean, I think right now we're, in a season of our life where, you know, things have, um, we were very active in our church up until like the Quints, um, the Quints were born and, you know, we were both serving and like senior high ministry and doing, um, you know, just leading groups and stuff at church. And, you know, obviously after the Quints came, you know, it just made it very difficult to be able to mm-hmm. like manage the kids, but also like, you know, have the mental capacity and also the time to, uh, to just serve and like we wanted to. And so and I think in that time, which was beautiful is that there's a season that you might go through where we're not people who like ask for help, yes. but we had to, we had to let people service because one, they wanted yeah. to service and we had to let them service, which is so hard to say and admit but we we were served so beautifully and we still constantly have people serving us and like being in our lives since before like since the quints were born and so um it's it's a beautiful phase to walk through to say you know what like i think at what adam's getting at is that like we're ready to now serve like we are ready to serve those who need to be served around us whether it's being back involved in a church and um or just in the community of whatever aspect, because, you know, I mean, it's our, our phases of like, uh, we're the Walker phase or we're like now at school, like they don't just happen and change like that because we still have a lot that has to roll into the adjustment. And so, yeah, they're all starting school and our days are different. Um, but it takes us a phase, like a little bit of time to actually say, how do we do this now? And how do we do that? And you have to learn to move things around. And, our hearts are definitely very, very um, wanting to connect back into. Uh, yeah, I feel like just through through like up until now, and just like having the coins, like we've been saying, you know, whenever it comes to like serving and doing more, um, just like not right now, and or you know we're gonna do it soon, or we want to do this, but I think we're just in this new phase where we're just gonna start saying yes, we're gonna start saying yes to things, yeah. and just dive right in and we'll figure it out as we go. And so we'll be bold and take our life back to the beginning of being a family of eight. Yeah. So (laughs) uh, figure it out. Yeah. So I think it's just, uh, just finding out where, where God wants us to be 
and where yeah. where we fit in in the in the story of just how we can serve um, people are in our community, how we can serve our church better. And I think we're just, we're ready, willing, and able right now to just j- dive right in. And so that's where and we where we're at right now. we have projects too that we've put on hold for a while that we're just kind of like, which one do we start next? Which is going to be the first one? Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. Just a lot of cool projects, but you know. We just literally talked about this yesterday. It's time to say go. (laughs) Yeah. I love it. I also love this. What stands out to me as I'm hearing you guys talk about that is like, I mean, you have millions, like millions. And I I try to think about how huge that is, but it's a lot of people, right? Millions that follow your story and know your family. And there's what can often come with that kind of fame or whatever you want to call it. Is it that you're above serving? You know what I mean? Like you're above being known by people, really truly known by people, you know? And whenever I see you guys like post pictures, it's like, I love that, you know, y'all hang out with people that I have no clue who they are. You know what I mean? Like they're just normal people. I love that you're serving in your church. You know, you're not on staff. You're not, you know, you're just serving because you love the church. And that's a pretty rare thing to see sometimes, you know? And so, um, it's just really encouraging for us because we are in a season as well where, you know, we moved to Nashville almost two years ago and obviously we moved in the middle of a pandemic and, you know, yeah, all that was kinds crazy. Of, we, <laughs> we still don't feel like we've fully settled yet, but like sometimes we can go, man, like we need, like we need to serve and we need to have friends and we need to, you know, do certain things. And whenever we look at you guys, like, Oh, that's actually really possible. It's not just this like ethereal, like pie in the sky dream. Like you guys are showing that like that's not only healthy and normal and possible, but like you can do it. And it's it's just so cool to see. Oh, I want to add to that. I think it's amazing just the wisdom that you have in recognizing the season that you're in Mm -hmm. and not feeling all this guilt and shame if you're in a season where maybe you do need to be served more or you need to be focusing at home on your family and that kind of thing. Like those are, there, there's seasons in life for everybody. Yeah. And I think it's really wise to be able to recognize that. What does this season call for and how mm-hmm. do I love and serve my family? Well, um, and also my community, but certainly that looks different in different seasons of our life. And I think you guys do a beautiful job of showing that like, you can yeah. be really intentional about how you go about your days and about how you're taking care of your family um, and, and recognizing when that there's a shift there and like, you're ready to kind of get back into serving, uh, more as well. I just think that that's so, um, just really inspirational and yeah. obviously I think really inspirational for us too, as we're kind yeah. of having similar conversations, but, uh, it's just so <laughs> cool to see. So, yeah. On the, uh, it's time to go. I've, I've mentioned this a, a couple times before, but like, I may start another podcast at some point. That's just for like kind of entrepreneurial people and calling it one, two, three, don't suck. And just like people who just said, you know, I'm tired of waiting. Like, let's just go for it. And uh, so maybe we'll have you guys on whenever we start that too. <laughs> We're going to do all the podcasts, guys. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, I, uh, I really love talking to you guys. And mm-hmm. I think hopefully we'll get down to Houston and y'all won't be going to Zion this time. Although if you do go right, to Zion, guys. like it's amazing. I'm. Yeah, 
It's truly one of the most beautiful places, especially when it's not summertime and it's so, so hot. Yeah. <laughs> what did you guys think of the Narrows? It was beautiful. I did. I had to turn back sooner uh, because of birthday things that I was arranged for Adam that he didn't know. So I was trying oh. to, the goal was to have certain people stay behind with Adam and keep going. <laughs> and then last minute, I was like, oh no, we can go. And I'm like, no, no, no. Somebody has to stay <laughs> We were in two different vehicles. One vehicle has to take Adam and y'all stay here for a little bit so I can get back a little bit early. And, and then I felt bad because like she was going to turn around. We were like right before Wall Street, you know, like the most epic section of, yeah. so I didn't get like of the Narrows. The cool Adam photo. And so uh, <laughs> yeah. she's, like, she's like, you know, like I, I think I need to turn around because like we have like, some stuff what? going on. And I was like, okay, well, that's fine. Like I'll go with you. And she's like, no, no, don't. <laughs> and so, like, she's trying to like convince me to like keep going or whatever. And like, no, like if, if you're not going to be with me, I'm, I'll just turn around and go. Yeah. And so yeah. finally she got enough people like rallying to like push me and just to keep going. So thank God I did. Love it. Love it. Like, I mean, it was awesome. I mean, I, it sucks that she wasn't there with me, but uh, it was just unreal. I mean, so epic. Unbelievable. The photos were gorgeous. It's unreal. I, and did you, I don't know if you guys slipped at all because I don't think we like realized how slippery it can be. Yeah. We both ended up falling in. We fell in once. I had the times. camera and I like saved the camera, but it was like <laughs> the only thing above the water. Yeah. But we had to turn back because it was starting to rain really bad. And everyone is always like, oh, it's like monsoon, you know, you're going to get killed. Flash floods. Yeah. So like everyone starts running back. And so we've got to go back, but we did the e-bike thing where we rode bikes through Zion, which was so cool. And mm -hmm. it was like just great. Yeah. It's a great way to spend a birthday. It is. <laughs> There's so much more to, I know we were there like three days and I mean, yeah. we could have spent yeah. three weeks there and yeah. not still not seeing yeah. it at all. Yeah. So, well, let us know whenever let you go, whenever and we'll you just go, go with you. We'll meet you there. We'll meet you there. Because we're, we're freaking crazy about Zion. Crazy about Zion. Yeah. So, yeah. My so. favorites. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, guys, thanks so much for your time. And, guys, if you are not already following the Busbies, you need to be following them. They're seriously one of the most encouraging couples, families, influencers, whatever you want to call it, uh, maybe on the planet. Some of our favorite people, and uh, we're going to link all their stuff in the show notes below. We're going to actually link some of their businesses, their new uh, shop that they've got. They just opened up. Was that two months ago? No, that was over the – yeah, two months ago. June. June. Okay. June. Okay. So just super cool stuff that they're doing, and uh, you're not going to want to miss uh, the Busby family. So we love you guys, and uh, make sure you subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify Podcasts, or here on the Family Made Network on YouTube. Uh, but we love you guys, and we cannot wait to see you next time. Bye, guys. Bye. Thanks, guys. <laughs> <laughs>